Welcome to Davyam Yerushalmi. We're starting Meseches Peyo Beis Hashem. Just as a preview, as we did in Meseches Brachis, the main Pirush that we're going to focus on is the Pirush of Chaim Kanyevsky, which is printed on the Oiz Vahadar editions. Um, and this Pirush is a very clear and short Pirush. But in this Mesechta, we have the Pirush of, of the Gro, both Shnois Leo, which is written in Mishnayis, mainly in Mishnayis. There's Likuti Bishrei Salio that speaks a little bit about the Gemara too. And there are two manuscripts of a Pirush Agro on Meseches Peya Yerushalmi. So we will try to be behind these as well as we go through. Starting in the Aleph and the Oiz Vahadar edition, Perakrisha and Halacha Aleph. Elu Dvorim Lim Shior. The following list has no limitations, no Shior. Meaning one can do as much as he wants or as little as he wants. The first thing is hapeyom. Peyom is the mitzvah that a person needs to leave in the edge of his field. Some of the harvest for anim, for poor people. Peyo midir raiso, as all the before she pointed out over here, can either be the minimum amount, it can either be one shibolus, one stalk, or it could be the entire field, as the Gemara is going to explain right away. The same thing with the mitzvah bikurim. When a person goes down to his field, he sees the first fruits that are growing on the tree. That he has to bring to Beis Amigdosh. He can bring only one fruit to Beis Amigdosh, or he can bring as many as he wants. Ve'ariyoyoyin refers to when we go to Beis Amigdosh, the mitzvahs re'iyas ponim in Beis Amigdosh. One can go to Beis Amigdosh only once, or can go as many times as he wants. And as the Afoshi point out over here, referring here just to go to Beis Amigdosh, just to actually walk there and not bring the carbon because a carbon, that's a different discussion that we have in Mechlekes. Similarly, we have Gemilus Chasodim. Gemilus Chasodim, a person could do a very minimal amount of Gemilus Chasodim or he could do as much as he wants. And same thing with Talmud Tairo, even the minimal amount is, learning, is enough for learning Tairo or he could learn the entire day. As Rebbe points out over here, Gemilus Chasodim and Talmud Tairo are both things that are a little different than the, the beginning of the list. Because a person has an obligation to do it whenever he can. When a person sees a chesed in front of him, he has to do it. But the point is, a person does not have the time. Or if a person does not have the opportunity to do chesed. So then, even the minimum amount is a mitzvah. If he does a lot, he does many more mitzvahs. Or many more, or he increases his mitzvah. There's no shear, there's no certain amount in order for the mitzvah to be chal. Now here, there's a very famous and known Vilna Goyen in the Shnois that points out, what do you mean the Torah, you can learn only a little bit? Torah, isn't there an obligation to learn the entire day? So the Vilna Goyen gives us the formula, which is the basis of how we look at Torah. The Vilna Goyen says that a person needs to learn Torah every available time he has. What does it mean available time? A person has an obligation to daven, to do mitzvahs. And a person has an obligation to be oisik in their heretz. Their heretz means anything a person needs for, for his living. It could be taking care of his personal needs, parnasa, anything a person needs to do, that is part of what his, his obligation is to do. The mitzvah of chiv Torah, the mitzvah to learn Torah, is to learn every available time that you have besides the other obligations that a person has. If he has another obligation, he doesn't have to learn Torah then. And if a person is busy the entire day, so even the one word of Torah is a mitzvah. If he has more time, he needs to learn as much as possible. 
That's what it means over here in the Mishnah, the Tamotari and Lashir. And one more point that the Vilna Goyen says over here, Shnei is you see from here that every single word of Torah is another mitzvah. And if a person learns one page of Torah, how many mitzvahs does he have? And this refers to the end of the Mishnah of the greatness of Torah over other mitzvahs. Says the Mishnah, The following are mitzvahs that a person can benefit in this world, and then he has still the Karen, which means the principle left for Olam Abo for the next world. Usually, we say that Tzachar Mitzvah Behai Al-Maleko. You do not have a reward of a mitzvah in this world. But the following does give you a word even in this world because we learn from Pesukim. What is it? Kibudavayim, respect your father and your mother. Ugrilus chasodim, doing chesed. Fa'avaz sholim and adam l'chaveyur, making peace between two people. Fa'talmud toiro, keneket kulam. Tamotoiro is greater than all of these in terms of giving a person benefit in this world and leaving the principle for the world to come. Says the Gemara, Elu Dvarim Shein Lem Shiur, that's the Mishnah. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yomin Bar Levi Omar. He said the following. They sat down in Yitzchak Imi and they asked the question. Why don't you mention also Truma? Truma is also something that has no shear. Because Truma, you could give just one kernel for Truma, or you could do the entire field for Truma. So why don't we mention that one of the things in Lim Shear is Truma? That's what the Gemara asks. Says the Gemara, Alav on base. Most of the Mepharshim explain over here in Priyam Mechleikis says that there is a Mechleikis in Meseches Truma if one is able to give so much Truma. And what is exactly the amount you can give Truma? It's not agreed with everybody that you can do the entire field Truma. So that's the reason the Mishnah does not say Truma in the list of Inlim Shir. Because there are opinions that say that Truma does have a Shir. According to this explanation, the Gemara now comes with another answer. Another reason why Truma is not mentioned. Why? Bikurim, which is mentioned in the Mishnah, a person can take this entire field and make it into Bikurim. But Truma, you cannot have everything Truma. You need to have at least one kernel of wheat, which is not Truma. Because the Torah calls Truma Reishis, meaning that you have leftover, you have something which is left out, you have Shirayim. So you need to have some Shirayim by Truma. Says the Gemara, hey, Sivun, but they asked the question, Peyo, Peyo is mentioned in the Mishnah. Also by Peyo, you need to have some leftover. You have to have something which is not Peyo. Peyo is the corner, so you can, you can make the entire field a corner. But as, lo- as long as you have something which is not pale. So, so by pale, you have the requirement that there will be something which is not pale. And it's still mentioned in the Mishnah. So what's the difference between Truma and pale? Says the Gemara Mabiyasi, Ktsiras Shibilis Harishoino Doime Lemiruchoi. When you harvest the first kernel in the field, that's like making it ready for pale. And the idea of miruach, miruach means when a person creates a pile of his harvest, that's the moment that you chay b'tshuma. Before you do miruach, before you prepare the pile, there's no chiyuv tshuma. The person is not obligated to do tshuma until harvest ends. And the moment, according to the Torah, harvest ends, is when you have miruach, when you create a pile. By peyol, that moment, it says that now the field is ready to make peyol, is once you start harvesting, once you cut off the first kernel. 
If you didn't start cutting, there's no chiyopeya. The obligation of peya is that once a person is harvesting his field, leave a corner for the, for the poor. What is the corner? Well, the corner could be the entire field. But that's only once he starts harvesting, once he starts cutting his, the grain. If he did not begin that process, there's no chiyuv of peya. There's no obligation of peya. This just didn't start. So says the Gemara the following. Actually, until he did not cut off the first stalk, there's no obligation of peya. Once he started harvesting his field, now he has the obligation of peya. And now from now on, now if he wants to do whatever is left peya, he's allowed to do it. Continues the Gemara in the base and often says, but here regarding Trumo, until he did not make the pile, there's no chiyuva Trumo. But now, once you did the pile, be kish lastos kill kiri trumo. He wants to make the entire pile trumo. Ain't no, he cannot make the entire pile trumo. Tanin and Tamon it says in the Mishnah, Oimer kol gorini trumo. I want to make my entire pile, entire harvest trumo. Vecholi sosi cholo. Oh, I want to make my entire dough chalo to give it to the coin. Lo yamaklum. It didn't say anything. Achi shayim miktsas until leaves something left over. So meaning, the Gemara is giving us a very lumdish answer to explain why Trumo is not included in the Mishnah. And the Gemara says like this, In the Mishnah, English Shur means there's no limitations. You can give as little as possible or as much as possible. The reason by Peyo, until you don't harvest the first stalk, you don't, have, you don't can't do Peyo, is because the process did not begin. The beginning of the process means when the sudden, when the field is ready to take out Peyo from it, is only once harvest began. So that's why you have to cut off one stalk in order to have the obligation of peyo. But once the process began, you could do everything peyo. By trumo is different. Because by trumo, when does the process begin? When does a person have a, the obligation to do trumo? Once he makes a pile, once he does miruach. But once you did that, you cannot do the entire pile trumo. You need to leave something over. So meaning by trumo, you do have a limitation. It does have a shear. It does have a limitation how much trumo you can do. And that's why it's not included in the Mishnah. With this we conclude, Yerushalmi Peyo Daf Aleph.